Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're here today. I want to talk to you about something so important. I'm actually out visiting with some other ministers and we were looking at a book. And inside the book, it started talking about the three-part being. And um, it said something that was uh, challenging in one respect. Um, it said that, you know, once you become Christian, once you become saved, that you won't sin. It actually showed the scripture in the Bible that you won't sin. And then it talked about, uh, now I've never met anyone. Let me go ahead and go ahead and disclaimer this. I've never met anyone that hasn't sinned since salvation, including myself. Um, not that we try on a regular basis, but this is just going to happen. And so um, I'm like, God, you know, that's so strong. Of course, see, I'm looking in the natural realm. I haven't stepped on the other side of the veil yet. And I'm looking in the black and white of it and saying, this is impossible since I've never heard of anyone not sinning save Jesus himself. And then it said, um, well, you know, he talked about how that you are sinning because you're coming from a platform of a two chord DNA strand versus a three chord. Basically, soul and flesh body versus soul, body, and spirit, because we're a three-part being, just like our Father. And so as I looked at that, I wasn't planning on doing a podcast right now. Um, Yahweh said, I want you to speak about this because I never want anyone focused on sin. I want everyone focused on within, but not on sin. I want them focused on that which is within, which is the kingdom of God. So see, when I look at this, I also have to remember that the reason I have no sin in my life is not because I never sinned. Because I'm telling you, I don't think you've ever met anyone in the world that's never sinned after salvation. Just There's too many. I mean, if you do a Hebrewic study on it, there's like 670-something or something like that things that count as sins. And then you can actually add multiples of each one of those as the variations. So we know that that is not the crux of our relationship with Yahweh. But as I think about what he was talking about, he was basically talking about we're living out of our natural being. Because I also heard another, actually another podcast from the same preacher, a great man of God, Ian Clayton. And he was talking about, in this podcast, not about sin, but about living out that you are a spirit being. Now, we know this, right? You are a spirit being. Come on, say it with me. I am a spirit being. Well, a lot of times in the old age, he mentioned this, and it really touched my heart because I remember this in the old age. We were like, oh, yes, we tell our spirit, come alive, spirit, come alive. Well, if you're telling your spirit come alive, who is telling your spirit to come alive? You, you say me. Well, wait a minute. How can it be you talking to your spirit since you're supposed to be the spirit talking? No, you acting out of your soul rulish realm is talking to your spirit. See? So out of the natural realm, I'm talking to my spirit. I should never have to command my spirit anything. The only time I have to command my spirit, really there's nowhere scripturally or anywhere that you command your spirit anything because you are a spirit being. See, sometimes we forget the order of this. Craig Nathan Wells, Sagima Bay is a spirit being that has a soul that rules on high, like everybody else, go ahead and get with the program, and a body that you live in. Now, I take that ruling on high soul that seems to be the first response of our life, and I cover it by my spirit. I overshadow it by my spirit. 
And as I overshadow it by my spirit, now it is being joined into my spirit under the revelation of the authority and the dominance and the governance of Yahweh Yeshua and the Holy Spirit that's in my spirit, loving on my soul. And then we transcend to love on my physical body. So we are that three-part being. That is how we're not sinning. Now, there is a black and white of it that as you walk that out, your soul will not be able to or your body will not be able to come and try to lead you astray to those things that are unrighteous. But on the same hand, you're still under the covering of the blood covenant at all time. There is an atonement flame. Yahweh showed me this years ago. There's an atonement flame. You, you might have seen it in pictures when they showed about the people in Pentecost getting filled with the Holy Ghost. It was a cloven tongues of fire that set on their head. Well, Yahweh showed me that many years ago in a hotel room that there was a cloven tongues of fire. It's actually the blood like fire of the atonement blood of the mercy seat of Yeshua the Christ that sits over me. And because of that, I cannot sin. When I go into the heavenly realm, there is no sin in me. As soon as I go in the heavenly realm, if there was sin in me, it is forgiven. It is forgotten. It is deleted. It's washed out. It's not like, oh, I go up there, I'm a bad person. No, I go up there and he's already governing and covering me because sin can't stand before God. So he automatically washes you by the blood. Well, you know, maybe I forgot something to pray about. Listen, you ask Holy Spirit, he'll tell you what to pray about if you need to pray about something. But that doesn't take away from the power of the authority of the blood covenant that's upon you. And that's what he means about that we don't sin. But on the same hand, that governing of the spirit of God that's inside of your spirit means as you sit in God's holiness, if you sit in God's righteousness, as you sit in God's purity, it will transform your soul and your body out of the transfiguration that's happened to your spirit being. And it will cause you to sin, I would say, a lot less. We'll leave it at that. Because like I said, I've never met anyone. Uh, I've met people that went years, including myself in certain areas of my life, never sinned. And all of a sudden, why did I say that? Why did I think that? That's not righteous. That's not right. I don't do that no more. I don't think like that no more. Right? Then you've had the same issue. So don't act like it. Never going to be mad again. Never going to curse again. Never going to do this again. Never going to do that again. And before you know it, you done did it. Whether it's a minute or five years, ten years down the road. But sin... The truth of the matter is a heart condition, and that's not a heart condition. That's just unrighteous responses to the natural realm that's covered under the blood. My heart and soul and body is submitted under the governance of Yahweh. So I just, I don't know. I just, when I was reading it, it just really sparked me because, you know, this is a battle that everyone deals with, but it's not supposed to be a focal point. What's supposed to be a focal point is entering into the rim of his presence. That's what's supposed to be a focal point in your life is I enter into the rim of his presence and then out of entering in the rim of his presence, not only is a new robe of righteousness established on me and every blemish and every stain that's on me has been judged to light and life and love by the blood covenant of Yeshua. It takes away my ability to long for the desires of the flesh, which in, in return causes me to walk more in your eyes uprightly before the Lord. But the truth of the matter, my purity and my heart condition is creating me a clean heart of God, renewing me a right spirit. See, that's what he looks for. That's the transformation of not sinning before God. And y'all know me, I'm not one of those ones that talk about sin that much because the church has made it an idol. 
They made it an idol, and, and because there's not one person that don't do it from time to time. It, it, it could be stupid. You could stop your toe and all of a sudden curse out the devil, curse out yourself, and now you, oh my God, why did I say a word like that? I, I've never spoken like that in years, or whatever. Those are just minor things, but sometimes they're bad things. Go and fall off the planet one day, it feels like. These things happen. But Yahweh's grace and atonement is constantly on you saying, Come unto me, all ye the heavy burden and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Oh, listen, listen, listen now as I feel him. He says, you come to me with that. You come into the heavenlies with me. I will give you rest. I love this. And uh, I love the Passion Translation. I thank God every day for the Passion Translation. Psalms chapter 25. When he lays out himself before the Lord, he says, Yahweh, forgive me of all my sins as a young man. And that could be a young woman or a man or an old woman or an old man. And I always added in those, uh, not just the foolish ones, but arrogance and ignorance. Because I think most of the time we sin, it winds up out of arrogance and ignorance. Either we didn't know and it just spontaneously happened or we have arrogance in us. But it doesn't matter. After that, he says, he says, God, only if they knew when man runs to you, when I run to you, it's so easy to be in your favor. It's so easy to know your love. It's so easy. You want to pull us into your depth and teach us your ways. Even if we fell apart, even if we withdrew, even if we went our own way, you want to come in and bring us back into the right standing of your blood covenant that's inside of us. And by the way, inside of that is also healing. So I want to go to the focus of this because I'm covering a lot, but what I'm seeing in the spirit is that that righteousness is inside of you also breeds healing. So what's he saying? What was the writer saying in those books? What was Ian saying? We must step into who we are in the spirit realm that supersedes, therefore, that of the natural realm. Because later on, I read in his book where he says, I am pressing on toward this daily. So that tells me, even when he wrote the book, there might have been something he was dealing with or knew he didn't 100% overcome or knew like life, maybe 10 years later, he might get upset and say something he shouldn't do or whatever unrighteous thing, right? There's no judgment in that. But he's, what he's saying is, like Paul the Apostle, I die daily. But it's not in the natural realm alone. In the natural realm, we live on the guilt and shame and condemnation and, oh my God, why did I do that? Why did I make this mistake? Why did I go into disagreement with this person? Or why did I help that person? Or all the crazy stuff that's brought us down in life or the silly things we've done to people or whatever. He says, no, 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 no. I'm not looking at that. My eyes are fixed on Yeshua. Come on. Listen, just a couple of days ago, I did a podcast. Um, I think it was in the, Unto the Mystery of God two days ago. And I talked about repentance and how you start off looking at yourself, seeing a sinner. Then you go look at the cross then you go look at the resurrection. Then you go look at the ascension. Then you go look at the father. And then out of the father's place, you look at yourself as a son. And you see the truth about yourself. So it always leads back to you in that full tri-cord relationship of you, Yahweh, Yeshua, and the Holy Ghost. As we walk in the heavens together. As we walk as one. So out of that mindset, there's no sin in me. So that's where I can say there's no sin in me. There's nothing accredited in my DNA. Why? I'm cleaning the record of my DNA. 
Well, how are you cleaning the record of my DNA? I'm going to heavens before my father as a priest, taking responsibility, repenting of anything I need to repent, coming under his judgment. And his judgment is always to light and life and love by the blood covenant. It's not to death. It's not to hurt you. His judgment is to cover you by the blood, make you clean from it, completely clean from it. Then you take that clean judgment and have it assigned to your body, have it assigned to your soul, have it assigned to your mind. And then it breaks off the yoke and the bondages of those things that are trying to hold you. And that works also with sickness and disease. We bring that sickness and disease before our master in the heavenly realm and we begin under the love governance of him. We stand as a priest taking responsibility for what is happening in our body, our mind, and our soul. And then we bring that to our loving father that gives us the covering of his love. And then we bring it to our Yeshua that gives us the covering of his blood covenant, which is full salvation, which is health and wealth, prosperity and all good things you can think about and then we have that judge that sickness and we do this over and over and i don't care how many times it takes to get it done whether once a day five times a day 100 times a day for a year or whatever till it gets the freedom gets the brokenness and i'm telling you it works and it moves heaven as you're reestablishing the connection of your body your soul and your spirit as unified in the heavenly realm under the body of god yeshua holy ghost as you become in one as a God nature creation. Because in Christ Jesus, you are a God creation. You're a unit. You're unified with him. Read John chapter 17. I'm in him. He's in me. This is the great mystery. We are but one. I'm no longer a sinner once I've been saved. I am a son, a God as son. By the blood of Yeshua. Well, apostle, uh, you know, that might be true. But uh, you said you sin from time to time. Well, of course, but sin don't separate me from God once you have the blood. I'm sorry. I don't know who told you this lie. That doesn't mean I want to walk around and do what I want. What, what, what it means, though, I have a blood covenant constantly on me, keeping me joined into my father. Keeping me in right relationship. My righteousness and my upright, as best as it is, according to the word, is as filthy rags before my Lord. So I step in by faith to his righteousness and I'm blood washed. I step into by faith and his righteousness and I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I step into his righteousness and I'm being made whole and I'm being renewed every day, creating me a clean heart of God, renewing me a right spirit. Why? I'm aligning up my soul. I'm aligning up my body. I'm aligning my spirit. I'm going to the trading floor in heaven. I'm beginning to trade on the sea of glass before my Lord. And you know what I do? I first, I trade me. Why? Because I'm selfish. That's why. Because I know when I trade me on the trading floor, every flaw, every unrighteous, everything that was not pure before him, he instantly evaporates it. He cleans it off my DNA. He cleans it off my slate. He takes it out the scroll. He takes it off the roll. And he says, that's my son. Put the new robe on. His feet are clean. His heart is clean. His hands are clean. His eyes are clean. His mind is clean. Now stand as a son king before me. Now, what is your request? That's why it says we can boldly come before the throne of grace and give our request before the Lord. Why? He takes us and makes us whole and holy by his blood. So anyway, it's kind of a haji-paji type of podcast today. But uh, you can thank that to Angel and Marguerite because I'm over here at Angel's house and we're just looking at these books and it just started stirring that in my spirit because you're the healed of the Lord, you're the righteousness of the Lord. Yahweh is with you. 
I want you to hear now by the spirit, uh, angelic canopies over you at all times. I can see the spirit of God, the angelic canopies over you at all times. The midgets of midgets of angels declaring the glory of the Lord, the ministry angels that want to minister to you. Step into that shalom peace right now. Step into that shalom peace of your righteousness that's been afforded to you by Christ Yeshua and allow him to do his perfect work in you because you are his beloved and he is yours and you are his. In Yeshua's holy name, I love you. I bless you. Once again, this is Sigma Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful. Shalom. Shalom.